So let's face it, managing compliance sucks. It's complicated, it's so hard to keep organized, and it requires a ton of expertise in order to survive the entire process. Welcome to Compliance Unfiltered, a podcast dedicated to making compliance suck less. Now, here's your host, Todd Cashew with Adam Goslin. Well, welcome in to another edition of Compliance Unfiltered. I'm Todd Cashew alongside uh, Shepherd to your compliance flock, Mr. Adam Goslin. Adam, how the heck are you? <laughs> uh, what the flock? Uh, I'm doing great. I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm doing great. I'm just, you know, just happy to be here. It's, uh, it's uh, way more fun than should be legally allowed, shall we say? A hundred percent agree. But you know, we do need to kind of keep it uh, contiguous here. We kind of need to keep it moving. And to that end, we're going to talk about something that really, I think everybody can appreciate this time of year, especially as you're trying to get your proverbial chising together. And that is uh, how to create a business continuity plan without going completely berserk. Well, let's why talk about Yeah, why is it a struggle for folks to, to kind of generate their business continuity plan? Like what is, I mean, obviously there's a lot on your plate, right? And you're looking at all facets of the business, but yeah. when it comes down to actually laying it out, where's the struggle? Yeah, well, you know, the, you know, the struggle for folks is that, um, you know, we kind of covered this in the, in, in the last podcast was, you know, kind of talking about, you know, where, where do you need to, where do you need to fall? So it, a business continuity plan has the, it, for somebody that wants to go like completely nuts, right? Oh my God, I can keep calling this scenario and that scenario. And what if, uh, you know, what if aliens, you know, land in it, you know, land, you know, land on the continent and, you know, what happens if, uh, you know, whatever, what happens if sunbursts are, you know, causing disruptions in the electrical grids and, you know, and, 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 you know, specific instances, uh, you, you can literally come up with this stuff all day long, you know, and, uh, you know, and we kind of talked a little bit about, you know, the, the, the notion of, you know, if you go to the, if you go online and you pull down the handy dandy BCDR template, you know, Hey, go fill in these five things and poof, you too can have a disaster recovery plan. <laughs> you know, it's like, well, that's useless. Um, and yet in the same sense, if you're turning around and you're doing, um, you know, and you're, and, and you're creating every single possible scenario known to man, et cetera, this could be, a, no joke, a multi-year extravaganza uh, with hundreds to thousands of pages of just, yeah, sure, you've thought <laughs> through all of this stuff. Uh, however, by the time that you have finished your uh, first pass at those things which you would put into a category of uh, more likely to happen um, you know, multi, multiple years down the road, it's already outdated, you know, type of deal. So it's like there's a middle ground to be struck as you, you know, kind of as you go through this process without, you know, without just losing your damn mind as you're, you know, as you're going through the process. You know, neither neither the half-ass approach or the everything under the sun approach is going to kind of strike that middle ground. And that's something that I've always tried to tried to do. You know, is 
I don't, I never want to half-ass it, but in the same sense, I don't need to, you know, we don't need to build the ark because it's going to sprinkle tomorrow, you know? Um, so let's, you know, let's go ahead and, and, and make a, you know, a reasonable stab at putting a good effort into the, you know, into the starting point that is, uh, you know, legitimately going to enable the organization to work, function, et cetera, uh, you know, without, you know, without it just being absolutely out of your mind, uh, you know, a stupid waste of time. No, absolutely. And it can be very overwhelming for, for folks as, as they, they tow the first step of the mountain. So I guess that's, yeah. that's the perfect segue here. Like, where should we get started? Yeah. And that's actually, that's a good, that's a good point. It, it, that's the problem that a lot of folks run into, right? Is that when they, when they first go in to start, you know, it, honestly, it depends on where their mindset is that they walk in, you know, are they the, you know, are they tending to the template or are they tending to the, you know, ad nauseum, everything under the sun? Um, so, you know, kind of a, a structure, if you will, uh, where you can get started is first and foremost, just go in and look at the, the the various business lines of the of the target organization. So you know, let's say you know if you got an e-com platform, you're provi- provisioning several different services. You've got a call center. We have a self-hosted you know uh, you know hosting facility that we you know that we leverage or a colo you know colo offerings or blah 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 whatever. Um, you know, you've also got things like your corporate headquarters, um, any facilities which are involved, depending on the type of business in, in any form of operations, you know, that type of thing. So the various kind of business lines, uh, you know, business lines that come into play, first off, get just get your arms around, around that. And, and it, it's funny to say, but, you know, I can't tell you the number of organizations where it's like, you know, you got your world and, you know, you know what you're doing and da, 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 da. you know, half the time you don't know what somebody else doing, some other department and some new service offering that they spun up and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, it's a just a good approach to go in and just ask those questions anew, you know, let's go gather up all the business lines and things that we do, et cetera. And then it's going to take a little digging, believe it or not. Um, you know, the, the, the reality is, is that, you know, potential, you know, disasters, you know, could, could be very different across any of those individual business lines. So, you know, kind of to, you know, this helps you to get the major elements, uh, you know, of the business together um, so that we can, you know, identify those realms that require focus as you continue to, you know, kind of build out the, you know, build out the the disaster recovery plan or business continuity plan. Sure. Um, What are other good ideas for reviewing the overall operations? Um, So, operationally uh going in and looking at the 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 operational structure um so you know there are a couple of different things that'll kind of help with with heading down that path um you know certainly uh you know depending on where the where the organization is in the grand scheme of things but you know either create or dust off um you know the you know some documentation so your network diagram is going to be helpful having you know a physical and a logical up-to-date network diagram um which shows where you know any of your assets are you know related to the various business lines that you're you know that you're analyzing um a data flow diagram so you know kind of where it will show you 
what data is coming from where, who's doing processing, where is it going, where is it getting stored, how is it moving, things along those lines. You know, that's another, um, you know, kind of another key uh, element that will help a lot. Um, another arena is, uh, you know, kind of a refreshed up-to-date list of any vendors or third parties that are um, that, that are involved in the organization, you know, identifying, you know, which of these folks is involved in which business lines, how do they how do they provision services? What types of services are they providing? You know, things along those lines. Having that list handy is 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 going to be helpful. Now, the one thing that I will say um, is is that once you've got you know collected the you know we talked to earlier, so I, I go through and I identify all my business lines. Then I go and I gather up all this documentation, network tie-in, data flows, vendors, third parties. Then, as you're starting to gather this stuff. Start cross-checking, double-checking, blah, 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 blah. You're like, you're looking at the data flow diagram. You realize, whatever, I've got eight different service lines that I identified earlier, but I only see seven covered here, you know, type of thing. Where's the eighth, you know, type of deal? Um, I know that this vendor says that they're involved in blah, 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 service line, uh, you know, type of deal, but I'm, you know, but I'm not seeing them anywhere involved in the data flow, you know, uh, arena, things like that. Just cross-check, double-check, bounce these things against one another, you actually end up uh, kind of uncovering, um, you know, some things as you as you go through that. Um, hmm. Certainly, after you go through all of the, you know, kind of the first pass of the documentation, your own kind of mental comparison, etc., then take a next step, which is talk to the people that are part of the, you know, part of the workflows, part of those business lines, um, you know, get their input on the diagrams and, and vendor list. You know, there, is there stuff that's incorrect? Is there stuff that's missing? You know, it may be that, you know, Mary, uh, who was putting together the, you know, the data flow diagram, you know, may not realize that there's been a recent change and, you know, in such and such a department and that this vendor's now switched and that type of thing. So, um, you know, getting to the kind of the frontliners responsible for the business lines, those are going to help make sure um, that, you know, that everything you've got is accurate because it doesn't make any sense to go generate a whole, you know, continuity plan based on, you know, facts that aren't, you know, that aren't solid out of the gate. Um, you know, and as you're going through that process, you may also find that um, they've got, you know, there's there's functionality or functions that they perform um, as they're going through their the business line delivery um, that aren't captured in the, you know, in the data flow diagrams or network diagrams, et cetera. So it's real good to have that, you know, have that interactive dialogue with the folks that are responsible for boots on the ground. Um, you, you'd be you'd be shocked at some of the some of the assumptions that people will make, um, you know, about how things work, how that how things function. Um, it's a lot better to get it straight from the horse's mouth, if you will. Always, I mean, those assumptions are tough, right? And uh, I guess, what about the organization itself? Well, you know, going through and reviewing the organizational structure is a you know, is an important element element of this as well. You know, the day by day operations and the infrastructure are you know portions of the equation. Um, but you know, the at the end of the day, the people are the most important factor for the running of the organization. Um, so you know, basically look at um, you know look at the you know kind of the roles of the personnel within the organization and you know 
reality is whether whether it's a you know a, you know kind of a frontliner or the CEO, you know everybody they're getting a paycheck for a reason, right? Um, so you know they play they do play a role. Do you need to talk to everybody in the whole company? No, um, but you know taking a look at that overall structure, um, start asking some sanity check questions as you're going through it. Um, you know, what happens if, you know, if so-and-so in this role, poof, is gone. You know, I, I, like, to, I like to use the expression hit by the bus. Um, and I use that a fair amount. You know, what, what happens What happens when Frank is, you know, got, gets hit by the bus? Um, you know, what do you do then? Um, you know, et cetera. So, you know, kind of going through going through that list, looking for kind of key points of failure, um, also having conversations with, you know, with those individuals, uh, asking them questions, doing some interviewing with them, you know, do you need to, you know, whatever, let's say you have 25 people in customer service or something. Do you need to talk to every single person in customer service? Well, no, but you know, I don't know, do some sampling, maybe talk to, uh, I usually, what I usually like to do is I usually like to talk to somebody that has been there since the dawn of time, Somebody that just started into that position. Okay. Hey, motion alerts. It's motion been a while alert. since we've had that. <laughs> yes. I love it. Uh, I somehow, I don't know. I must be living right, but my, my motion alerts have been, uh, have, have been somewhat subdued lately. So uh, I, I, I appreciate you uh, gi giving everyone a little chuckle. Um, <laughs> well, I suppose it wasn't you unless you have a really high pitched yippee. Never mind. So, uh, <laughs> um, so looking at, uh, you know, kind of looking at this, I, I was talking about somebody that's been there since the dawn time, somebody that just got there and then somebody that's right around the middle. If I've got to go in and do sampling, it's usually the way that I'll approach it is I'll go in and I'll take one of each of those groups. Um, and, you know, for the ones that have been there since the dawn of time, those are the people that they know where all the skeletons are buried. They know exactly how it used to work, how it's been, you know, what things they've tried, how it's working today, the whole bit. So their input is interesting, but just as interesting as the people that just started into that, you know, into that arena. Um, you know, you get some real good insight into, you know, what's the training regimen like and what type of training did you get when you onboarded? Was it any good? You know, things along those lines. So you learn things as you go through and, and start having this, you know, having those conversations. And usually what I'll do is I'll have a conversation with the folks and they'll say, you know, um, you know, I want you to, you know, kind of think about, you know, who are the, who are the people in your mind's eye, um, that aren't replaceable, you know, uh, or the way that I usually say, you know, who, who are the people within your, your organization that, you know, you, there'd be a, a significant operational impact if they got hit by the bus, um, you know, type of thing and get, gather that data, those data inputs, et cetera, because that'll give you pointers toward, you know, where do I have these single points of failure in the organizational structure, uh, you know, kind of as I'm, as I'm going through it, if that makes sense. It really does. Now, where do you head from here though? So once you've kind of got, you know, all of these compendium of, you know, of various inputs, et cetera, it's at this point in the game that now you're ready to shift. Uh, now, now you're taking a reasonable shift into, um, you know, going through and looking at, you know, each of the elements, each of the, you know, uh, of the procedures, processes, looking for, um, you know, any risks and how would we, how would we approach those risks? What type of shortcomings could we have with business continuity? So again, this could be, you know, uh, I don't know, let's say it's a key vendor that's, co that's connected through, um, you know, that, that has like a SaaS service or something. What happens if their SaaS service goes down? 
are you screwed? Um, you know, how quickly do you need that? You know, how quickly do you need them to be back up? How if they aren't? How quickly do you need a replacement? Do we is this so critical that we really need to have you know uh, you know uh, kind of like a you know a hot cold relationship for that vendor relationship? Do we need a you know a, a hot hot pair um, you know where we've got one that's basically on live standby? Do we share the responsibility that that singular vendor you know takes today, and do we do we really want to split it between two so either one of them could go pick up the slack if one had an issue? You know that's just an example, but you know the 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 risks and the response methodology is going to be different as you kind of go down, uh, you know, kind of go down the go down the list and start thinking everything through, uh, you know, and composing. Again, we don't want the hundreds of thousand page document type of thing with every single possible scenario. So instead, you know, what it what I'd recommend is, you know, generate categories of disasters, levels of incidents, um, you know, some type of a description that would allow the users of the, the, uh, of the plan to uh, be able to tell the difference between different categories, different levels. Um, you know, maybe we've got, you know, level one is like, uh, holy crap level. And the level four is, you know, go investigate or red flags, you know, that type of thing. Uh, whatever works for your best for your organization, but get a gradient in place, create categories of things, you know, and as you start to pull together and really what it is, is it's looking across the all of this stuff that we talked about gathering right look across all of it start to start to take your dart throws at the categories at the levels you know things along those lines and and you may not get your kind of your framework perfect uh with the first shot and especially as you right. start thinking things through you know etc you may have to come back make tweaks, make alterations. Uh, okay, this, this sounded great out of the gate, but I'm, I got a, I got a gaping hole right here that I got to plug. You know, I forgot about blah, you know, whatever it may be, you're going to trip across stuff. So don't, don't get too worked up about the fact that you've got to go in. That framework is probably going to go through several iterations, uh, you know, as you're, as you're going down and you're, and you're kind of thinking it through. But, um, you know, as you go through, uh, review all this stuff, uh, you know, balance and rebalance the, uh, you know, kind of the framework that you've got. Now you've got the ability to go in and um, now you have the ability to go in and uh, kind of refine or hone, uh, you know, the, the the basics of the, you know, kind of of the plan. Uh, and that's really, that's really the, where you kind of strike that middle ground of, not just half-assing it with some, you know, template, you know, that you'd otherwise go be able to go pick up. For sure. Parting shots and thoughts for the folks this week? Well, um, you know, we've done a fair amount of, uh, you know, a fair amount of, of kind of talking it through. I think the obvious statement is, uh, if everybody wasn't able to read the tea leaves, uh, you know, is that, uh, you know, the template? No. <laughs> uh, hundreds and thousands of, uh, you know, pages of everything, so everything known to man? No. Um, you know, strike that middle ground. Um, you know, you don't want to be, you don't want to be in this, in this hell of, uh, you know, of really, you know, kind of iterating everything under the sun out. Um, you know, the, the, the important part about getting this framework together, um, you know, is that, you know, if you find yourself 
getting down into the weeds, you know, et cetera. That's the moment that you need to say to yourself, you want to know what? I need to raise this up a level. I need to look at this generically. I need to see how does what I just tripped across apply to the framework and got, not get lost in the details. Um, so, you know, if you, if you continue to exercise that restraint um, and keep yourself on that track, for kind of a framework, you know, framework notion, um, then, you know, then you'll, you'll eventually end up with something which is far better than the, you know, answer these five questions template and yet not have burned, uh, you know, all the time for the multi-year, multi-thousand page, you know, extravaganza. You know, the other thing that's important for, uh, for folks to keep in mind um, is you don't need to a lot of people, especially when they get into the, you know, kind of creating these plans, um, you know, it's part of the reason why it's really easy to go get, you know, get dragged down the, you know, down the hole, if you will, is that it's, it's, it's human nature to, for some people to want to get to responses and direct instruction and blah and detail, you know, and whatnot. And for some folks, it's a struggle to, to, to kind of hit that middle ground. Um, but the one thing that I'll say to those folks is this. Don't try to worry about making sure that this framework you're putting together is a billion percent bulletproof on day one. Um, that's usually what drives the, 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 the issues which drag this stuff out. Um, instead, um, to maybe for the first year, maybe two um, is that you uh, you leverage the framework that you put together uh, and use the lessons learned, right? You know, as you're exercising the plan with real world exercises, et cetera, this is something we talked about the last time too. Do you do, you know, should we leverage it real world or, you know, be, be afraid to declare incidents and, you know, and, and whatnot? No, yeah, absolutely. Declare stuff. Don't be afraid to use it. That's why it's there. Um, so go leverage it. But part of that, part of each incident that you're, you know, or each, uh, you know, business continuity event that you are dealing with every single time take a moment think about what went well what went poorly what do we need to do differently how can we improve this was there things that were missing from our plan etc at least semi-annually for the first couple of years at least semi-annual but but i prefer at least quarter i prefer at least quarterly um go through do those kind of after event reviews uh may incorporate updates changes modifications improvements all that fun stuff um because that way as your as your next incident pops up you guess what you're going to find there's less and less stuff that you're going to need to go and modify and now you can take those kind of the the, the forced quarterly pulse check that you can extend that out to a twice a year pulse check eventually extend that out to a once a year pulse check but it really depends on you know kind of on the organization if you if you find yourself continuing to deal with uh to deal with either incidents or events uh and needing to continually make you know changes to your uh to your plan um you know then keep up the cadence that you currently have you know scale it back when it starts to slow down um, you know, for different organizations, for different reasons, it happens faster or, 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 or not quite as quickly. Um, so gauge it based on, based on your organization. But the one thing I would strongly caution, uh, you know, caution folks not to do, do not get too overly aggressive about uh, wanting to call this done 
and move on to the next shiny object. Um, you know, there's a there's a strong propensity for, yeah, oh, yeah, no, we we spent we did this completely perfectly, and there's going to be no findings. You know, again, it, it this isn't about perfection; it's about doing it appropriately. Um, so don't pull the trigger too fast to 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 stop the regroup meetings, stop the continuous improvement. Um, keep it going uh, until it makes sense to to back it off. Matt, right there. That's the good stuff. Well, that's all the time we have for this episode of Compliance Unfiltered. I'm Todd Cashel. And I'm Adam Goslin. Hope we helped to get you fired up to make your compliance suck less.